0: For wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prep Cast on Idahosports.com. That's right. Welcome in to our special state tournament preview edition of the Idaho Matt Chat Prep Cast here on Idahosports.com. This is the one we've all been waiting for. We are coming to you live tonight on the Idahosports.com YouTube channel facebook page and twitter account as well as the idaho wrestling news facebook page and we're going to break it all down 5a all the way down to 2a slash 1a we'll talk about the girls we'll break out the brackets we'll give you our contenders our door courses we'll take your questions your shout outs your comments live in the chat so thank you for hanging out with us tonight idaho wrestling nation while you're hanging out tonight not everybody can be here live for our state tournament preview special, but between now and when the competition begins this weekend, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to go back and, and watch this on replay or listen to this uh, on IdahoSports.com or wherever you download podcasts. So if you can hit that like button, Uh, And then share this when we're all said and done. That'll help everybody find it a little easier amongst all of that social media scrolling. All right. My name is Brandon Bainey. Let's bring in the panel here tonight for our state tournament preview extravaganza. Up first tonight, Jacob Eck. Jacob, what's going on? How's
1: it going? going? Good.
0: You've been a busy guy lately in your work life. (laughs)
1: Yeah. All of life. Just dragging me through the mud. (laughs) Right literally now. yeah no kidding
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally in the mud uh okay let's bring in coach al fontes from the treasure valley al what's up
2: not much been hard at it working on the uh, state previews for all five divisions uh it's a l- lot of data is coming your way it's going to be a total of about 30 to 35 pages of uh of idaho wrestling uh, uh statistics going into state so I'm if ready. you want
0: to, I, I know all, all of our uh, fans out there in the comments already know it all, but if you want to be the ultimate, know it all, you're going to want to check out Al's preview. Cause he's got all of the data, all the statistics, everything you need to know. It's a big state tournament primer. And it's coming to idahosports.com sports.com uh, before state begins this week on the website. Let's bring in the fourth member of our panel from East Idaho, Brian Zollinger, Brian, what's up? What's going on fellow diehards
3: ready to rock tonight. <laughs>
0: absolutely and guys we're, we already have the comment section rocking and rolling here's travis let's go sandpoint bulldogs yeah we're gonna talk about the 4a bracket coming up lynn of course let's go post falls trojans bruce says sorry i missed you guys last week i had to go to lewiston my son coaches a junior high team and had to watch them wrestle bruce lucky for you we took the week off too because we wanted to make sure we really had our ducks in a row for this big state tournament preview special um here's jeffrey clark hello coach al
2: hey what's up coach how you doing
0: <laughs> and jeffrey as well hello mr z what's going on jeff <laughs> i like that mr z that's good i like that <laughs> <Mr>. moniker. <Z. laughs> that's good hey garrett vale is here in the chat hey guys good to Hi. see you garrett he's he's been a, a steady uh participant week in, week out here on the mat, chat, prep, cast. Matthew says, "Thanks, Al, for all that hard work you're doing putting together that state tournament preview. So,
2: we're looking Thank forward. Thank you for to the it. kids and for the sport, for sure.
0: um Okay, Bethany, Post Falls Trojans. So excited to get my kiddo back on the mat. Yes, that is such a a big storyline with Post Falls, right? All these athletes that had been out and injured back for the postseason. Here's Wendy." Uh, shout out to Izzy Davis go Kellogg. Um, let's see another one for the post false Trojans here from, uh, Martine, uh, Martina and Tina. And also before we get to the questions, cause we're already getting those in the chat too. Um, Mike says, told the kids club for every minute I was late to this. Uh, that's how long they're sprinting tomorrow. Five <laughs> minutes it is. <laughs> Boy, that's uh, I, I couldn't go five seconds anymore, so I am past my prime for sure.
3: Hey, here's Coach,
0: <laughs> right? Coach Nider, <laughs> let's go, Idaho Falls Tigers. Brian, is that a special state mustache?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's uh, Probably not the first or the last comment we're going to get tonight yeah. about Brian's stash. I'm sure that's a, a, a weekly segment. Uh, another weekly segment we like to do here on the Mad Chat Prepcast is the best thing that I saw from the past week, and really we can go back two weeks since we took last week off. Jacob, I'll start with you tonight first, bat and leadoff. What was the best thing that you saw over the last two weeks of competition?
1: Uh, Post balls getting there. At least the two injured guys I know about back on the mat and looked pretty healthy for the most part. Ken Rider back. You know, that was a big one. I didn't know if he'd come back after a broken hand and then the infection. The 60-pounder, right? Yeah, him coming back. That's big for them for a team race, big time
0: yeah for trey smith to come back for post falls after that bad infection what an incredible story that is um for sure and so yeah post falls has a couple of extra guys in the lineup that could help them out for sure uh coach al what was the best thing you saw from the past week or past two weeks of wrestling well al may have frozen might have to defer to – oh, yep, he's out. He's He teased he teased his preview and he's out. That's it. See you later, guys. All right. I'm sure I'll hop back on here in a second. Uh, Coach Snyder says, glad to hear Trey Smith is back. Yes, we're excited too. Al, you back with us?
2: Yeah, I'm b- I'll be back. Yes, I'm back.
0: <laughs> like a good neighbor. I'm sure everybody saw that Super Bowl commercial, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> All right, Al, what was the best thing you saw from the past two weeks?
2: Um, you know, it, it's a multitude of things. Uh, the team I coach at Rocky Mountain, you're starting to see, uh, at least uh, from my program I'm working with, it was great to see a bunch of kids that bought into the process, the system, and starting to see results. So from that perspective, I was really happy with the kids. I had an opportunity and privilege to coach to step up uh, at the district championship and uh, – Several of them are going to the state tournament. Um, but another thing uh, i like to bring up, too, it was really great, and everyone knows about it, is uh, Idaho great Adam Hall, who is the uh, coach at uh, North Carolina State. He just got the head coaching position at, university, or at Utah Valley uh, University. That's a great thing um i think it's great for uh, wrestling in the region he's probably one of the best uh, uh assistant coaches in the country right now
0: yep utah valley down in orem for sure that's a big get for them and, and another pipeline for all those idaho kids i'm thinking immediately you know east idaho you know trickle down to utah and be a part of a d1 program there that could be huge for the state for sure brian what was the best thing you saw from the past two weeks <laughs>
3: I, I knew Al was going to take that one, so I had a backup. Oh. And and that was to just say all the kids that were back in the brackets, Trey Smith, Ryder Seguin, uh, Minico got a couple back, Paxton Twist hadn't wrestled since Raleigh Lane, made it back for the district tournament. So that was going to be my thing, but uh, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. Um, I saw a Facebook post, talked to her dad. We had a, a young lady, a freshman from Rigby, Lachlan Harned get uh, recognized as a top 15 for the future Olympian rankings for her traveling off season. And so that's impressive to see. And so I'll I'll go with that since they stole my thunder.
0: (laughs) That's a good one, Brian. That's a really good one. That's a good backup.
2: You can add to it brother.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, guys, the best thing that I saw, of course, I always got to represent North Idaho. Now that I live up here, Um, Lakeside high school, really small one, a D one school one A for wrestling. Of course, Brought back wrestling for the first time in a long time this year, and they have their first state qualifier, guys, since the early 2000s, and this is a kid I got to watch play football, Lucky Matt. It's the best name ever. He made our all-eight-man football all-name team earlier this fall, Lucky Matt. The game I was at in football, he uh, was named homecoming king at halftime. And then he had a scoop and score for a for a touchdown on the opening drive of the second half. And so I, you couldn't have had a better night. And now here he is, first lakeside wrestler since the early 2000s to get to state. I thought that was a really cool deal. So,
1: Did they get two of them?
0: Yes, and then they did. They got a second qualifier as well. You're right. Lane Morris uh, then got, I think, an at-large spot, wildcard spot. So
1: They're coached by Julio's now, huh? Yes. Julio that- just took over.
0: Yeah, I think excitement's pretty high. So up there sure. in uh, Plummer and Worley, that's awesome. There's
1: a couple of state titles in that Julio family now and the coaching staff, that's pretty good.
0: Yep, for sure. Okay, well, let's get back to the comments here. Go Zoe and Xander. Go Skyline girls and boys, of course, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline. It's <bedtime>. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's bedtime. Uh, let's go Post Falls Trojans. Kelly says go Sandpoint Bulldogs. Um here's Bugsy. He's going to be in the middle of the mats helping his dad take pictures for the Cortland Press even though they live in the Magic Valley. All right. We'll see if uh if uh, we can spot you out there Bugsy in amongst the action this weekend. Um Beck and Dub, let's go Emmett. Seven boys and three girls going to state. Um yeah, we kind of totaled up who was bringing what for boys and girls out, but I didn't think to do a combo. I would assume who who do you think would have the most? Boys and girls total.
2: That's tough, right? Good question. I know at Rocky <laughs> we have a total of 17. Um, oh, that's a good question. Um yeah. e- maybe Eagle's up there because I I, I think Eagle has um I'd have to go back and look. I think Eagle has some like 13 boys and maybe seven, seven or eight girls, yeah, so yeah. they'll be up there too. But that's a good, good question. I, I think yeah. it might be Meridian
3: just because they have 24 boys just with one girl. <laughs> so <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah there you go.
2: <laughs>
0: that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of the cheat code, Brian. That's
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true though. All right, here's Eddie. Let's go Firth. Over there in East Idaho, 2A. Lynn says, go Trey Smith, proud grandma. Yeah, big storyline this weekend for the Post Falls Trojan. Here's A.J. watching kids achieve their goal of making it to state. It was a beautiful thing to watch. It was a great weekend of district competition all throughout for sure. David and Michaela, go get them. Spartans, of course, representing Minico High. Here's Ann from Jerome. Great job, Jerome Tigers. Five girls, 12 boys get to state. Megan Lewiston's bringing 10 boys and three girls. So they're right there uh, in terms of total combination as well. Johnette says, let's go Blackfoot Broncos. Here's another one for Jerome Tigers. Jacqueline, Post Falls, 19. They're kind of like Meridian here. 19 boys, one girl, <laughs> 20 total. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, Travis, Meridian, 24 boys, two girls. Yeah.
3: The, the answer's in the chat, though. Fruitland. I didn't think about that one. Oh, yeah. 26 boys, four girls, 30. I think that's it.
0: That's it. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. it right there. Yep. Um, Danielle says, I bet Minico is close. Yep. I think they're probably top five for sure. Grace Grizzlies bringing seven boys and two girls. Uh, that's pretty good for a 1A um lisa says middleton is taking a record 25 boys and girls al we've talked about this all year but middleton is somewhat new to the 5a level they only moved up you know last season and here they are holding their own against all their 5a contemporaries
2: No, they did really well at the district championships and they definitely will challenge for a top three position in 5a definitely so yep they're looking good they got some hammers
0: Yep, here's another 5A. Jack says he's all in for Owyhee, a young team, but still bringing four boys and two girls this year. Uh, Max Osmond from Hawaii hit 100 varsity wins at districts Sweet. last week. And yeah, you know, Owyhee is still a fairly new school. It's hard to forget sometimes because they've had instant success in other sports. But um, wrestling is not something you just build overnight. It takes a couple of years and you have to develop a culture. And so good to see Owyhee continuing to go there. Mike representing Canyon Ridge and Lane Schultz in a great girls program. Yes. We're going to talk about those Canyon Ridge girls coming up tonight for sure. Melody Buell's got 22 boys, two girls. Here's Myriad, New Plymouth Pilgrims, 15 boys, one girl. Okay. Um, Here's David and Michaela. Minico has 20 boys, six girls. So that would be like top three almost. Yep, Fruitland's still the leader there, though. Uh, Madison, 21 boys, two girls. Glens Ferry, five boys, two girls. Madison with a school record, 21 boys, two girls. Schools are setting records. I love it. Sarah says, go Deck Low Hornets as well, representing there at the 2A level. All right, let's get to the questions. I'm going to go all the way back up to the top of the chat, guys, for our first question of the night. Besides the one asking about... If Brian had a special state tournament mustache, (laughs) that was, that was the first official question. But um, let's see, where was that question at? I'm trying to find it here in the chat. Uh, Okay. I'll come back to it. I promise. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose that question. Um, Here is one out of the gates though. Um, Jonathan wants to know who's the favorite to win the three a state title. Al, I've made these really cool graphics uh, based upon how many you know athletes are coming to compete. We've kind of identified teams we are we view as contenders and teams we view as dark horses. So let's start with our three a since that was the question. Who do we like for three A? Al, give us the quick rundown here. Here's what we've got.
2: So basically, you got Fruitland. They got 26 uh, kids uh, entering the state tournament, seven which are state returning state placers. They have six others that have uh, uh, between two to uh, uh, four years experience going to the state tournament and then 13 other kids making their first trip. They're going to be very difficult to beat. Um, So right behind them, I think it's going to challenge them for the uh, state title is Buell. They got a total of 22 kids entering the state tournament with uh, six state placers three uh, returning state qualifiers and 13 more making their first trip to the state tournament. So I think between those two schools, they're going to be the teams to uh, be
0: at the start of the season. When we made our championship predictions, I went with Buell, Brian, I'm trying to remember. Did you, did you have a lean?
3: I think I lean f- Fruitland, and you know, I still do four top four, number one seeds, four, number two seeds. That's just, you know, you got to assume all eight of those are going to podium and if they really ended up with four champions and four runner-ups, that's pretty tough to beat. Even though Buell's bringing a, you know, a lot of kids. Buell's actually got 12 kids seated in the top six. Fruitland, only 10, but just not as high. So, you know, I I, I can't remember what I if I went Buell or Fruitland, but I'm leaning Fruitland at this moment.
0: Yeah, I think I'd have to go back and look. It's in Our picks are in the vault, but I think maybe officially it was... I think it might have been Buell, but I, I don't know that for sure. Um, Jacob, when you look at the 3A race, how do you think it shakes out?
1: I definitely think Fruitland's a favorite, but Buell has a chance. It's all Fruitland and Buell, and then 3, three, three and 4 come down to... Literally any one of those teams can kind of steal it and sneak into the 3rd and 4th, but as far as 1 and 2, it's going to come down to Fruitland and how many champs can they have? And then Buell the same way.
0: Yep. Who the puts more yeah. higher? Is there one team from this dark horse side you've got your eye on, Jacob?
1: I mean, AF should do well, but how many guys are going to go on the podium? How much of that is you know, good depth?
2: Snake River, too,
1: they have a ton of big guys it's going to come down to one of those two who could get those twos or who can even get some of those guys to win a couple matches, like maybe took third or fourth and got a wild card and got in on a at large win two matches at state. That's big.
0: Contrasting styles here. The three teams all from district five made our list here. Marsh Valley brings the fewest amount of guys with 12 and yet they're in that contender pile because of the guys at the top, right? It's the quality over the quantity over American Falls and Snake River. And that's what state is all about this time of year. Some teams try to do it with the quantity. Some teams try to do it with the quality. The lower you get, the easier that is to accomplish. Um, It's really hard at the five A level, right? You got to bring a lot of guys to to compare. Yeah, because,
2: Brandon, if you look at March, they got Seth Lish, second at state. Colin Morris, second at state. Rocky Morris, two time state placer, highest is third. Cole docky, third and sixth at state. And then Riker Gibson, who's a returning state champion. So, you, like you said, there's they got some solid kids, and then they got an additional seven other kids coming up that are going to challenge for a medal. So I think they. I think Marsh puts nine. Fremont. I think Marsh
1: puts nine on the podium, maybe eight. Nine on the podium is pretty good, though. That's.
2: that's I think funny. that's possible. I you know, you
1: start going through it. They, I think they podium the first five weights, skip a weight, and go four more. It's pretty good. You should get a trophy. <laughs>
0: Nine yeah, to twelve. Yeah. That is that's yeah, high absolutely. efficiency. That's good. Yeah. you'd think, and that's
1: why.
2: But let's let's not out. forget about. Let's not. Oh. Go
0: ahead, Al. Let's not forget what
2: I was going to. Sorry. Think... Uh, let's not forget about South Fremont, the defending state champions. I mean, they got twenty kids entering the state tournament. You got four returning state placers with two of them Bowden Banta and Mac Clark state champions. You got Jackson Pactor who's a state finalist and Chavon, uh, Bauer who's a state medalist along with nine other qualifiers. So I think they're gonna be in the mix as well. Um, you know and then they have six additional kids with uh, entering the state for the first time. so uh, we can't discount South Fremont being in the mix as well
0: yeah they they might be the least hyped defending state champion i've seen south fremont kind of got lost in the shuffle there a little bit uh for sure okay guys here is um the first question of the night that i wanted to get to here um melinda wanted to know best bracket to watch in each division so let's do this al i'm gonna give you 5a brian i'll give you 4a Jacob, I'll give you 3A, and then we'll circle back around to 2A in girls. So, Al, you, you got to wait. you're keeping an eye on at the 5A?
2: Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't had a chance to look at them at depth. Um, so let me look at that for a second before I answer. Okay. Brian? Um, you got so a four A. I don't have that answer at this. Yeah, point. I, I've got a couple. Uh,
3: you know, I think the one seventy is really interesting. Siemens hadn't lost to an Idaho opponent until District, where Oakland beat him in the finals. He beat Martin twice. The second seed Siemens still ends up one. So I think four A one seventy is interesting. But I'm gonna go with four A one thirty two. Uh, you got Castanego, the one seed. Um, Sean Hall, Canyon Ridge, the two. Carter Balmforth, a three time state placer, coming in at the three seed. And then sitting at the sixth seed, you have Tragen Morin, another state placer uh, that was injured for a lot of the season as the sixth seed. Um, you know, there's a couple other kids in there. Ty Adams, the Bunderson kid from Pocatello could make some noise. Uh, the Sandpoint kid, uh, Hawkins. I, that's just a stacked, one of those stacked brackets that, you know, it's going to be fun to watch that entire bracket.
0: Jacob, you got a 3A? You yeah, keeping an eye? on 3A,
1: 32. Probably the most wide open slash best one i think there's three different state champs mm-hmm. four move finalists four kids are finalists let's see there you go google man brunson has two titles actually has a title two years ago or has been in the finals I mean, <laughs> you start going through it all Zenity has five losses you're the five seed with five losses yeah that's 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 six feet is seven or eight losses, something like that. And then you sprinkle in some other,
3: you never know what happens at state. Yeah. Kind of get your hands locked in somebody and big noise. Can, can you imagine if we had Packer in there too? Different yeah, toys. right. <laughs> like, that would
2: have been brutal. Uh, <laughs> like
0: uh, Al, did you have time to pick out a 5A weight you liked? no We lost Al again. <laughs> I'm I, I think for me, 5A guys, you tell me if I'm wrong. I like I'm really interested to see the heavyweights just because Aiden Natal has dominated that and now he's gone. Who steps up? Who fills that that vacancy, right? That's that's the storyline I'm looking at for five A is the heavyweights. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, I like five A 113 just because I want to see uh Gonzo and Contreras wrestle again. Yeah, I watched that match. It was nice to have the districts over there in Boise stream. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know not everybody can, but it was nice to have a watch. Yeah.
0: Um, 2A, Brian, you got a 2A off the top of your head you're looking at? Uh,
3: off the top of my head, 2A. I, I would have to think about the 2A brackets there.
1: <clears throat> we'll see if we can do get- as well.
3: Yeah, it's right.
1: 132 statewide is going to be fun. Durfee, Price Thomas. Price Thomas was like one exchange away from a title last year. Mm -hmm. Kellogg kid, uh, Wood, uh, North Fremont's Hill, Aberdeens, Beck. Like there's five kids that can compete really well. And that's just often what I have in my brain.
0: Yeah. That's all good for sure. And then uh, girls, guys, I was kind of looking at – Um, I was thinking 120 is kind of intriguing to me with um, Dillo from American Falls and Garcia from new Plymouth and best from Jerome. That was one I was looking at, but girls to me is the most intriguing Brian because of the open state format, right? It could be any of the weights.
3: It it is literally any bracket. I mean, 132, um, you know, newbie Ortiz, Maddie cook is the one seed Courtney hunt. um, You know, any of that is intriguing because any of those, the Delonte girl from fruitland, Any of those girls could win it. All their matches all season have been, you know, last second. Tiger Grizz, Nubian, Ortiz have wrestled twice, and it's been, you know, just tight matches. So that one could be it. There's so many girls. Yep,
0: for sure. Okay, the comments are continuing to roll in here. Coach Nider says, don't sleep on American Falls. They look good for sure. Uh, Wendy wants to know, has anyone seen what times they'll be starting the tournament actually? Guys, have you seen an official start time? I'm gonna.
3: 9 a.m.
0: That's weigh-ins.
3: Yeah, weigh-ins are at 7:30. 7, right? seven, yeah. They wrestled the first half round at 9:30, second round at 12:30.
1: Okay. And then Saturday,
0: 8:30. Okay. Here's a good. Here's a good question, guys. Um, from Bugsy. Can you guys please go over how how team scoring works? Like if you have two kids at 132 and they both win matches or place or whatever combination, do both wrestlers actually score team points? Yeah, it can get a little confusing, um, especially because you think, oh, we've we've scored X amount of points. And then you find out, well, it's not actually how it went. Um, What's the... I guess, Brian, the scoring for dummies out there. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So, so the way it works in a a tournament that places 16, if you got a guy that gets first, he gets 16. Second place guy gets 12 points. Uh, Third place gets nine. Fourth gets seventh. Fifth gets five. Sixth place would get three points. Plus, they get one point every match they win. So, every advancement point, you get a point. Uh, Additional points, you get two for a fall, default disqualifications, one and a half for a tech fall and won by a major decision. So those bonus points, you know, those can add up. If, if a guy, you know, places first and gets four pins, you know, he's, what what is that, uh, my math, 24 points for just one person if he pinned his way through the tournament. So that's that's kind of the quick breakdown.
0: Yep, that was good. Okay, um, Eddie wants to know, 2A preview. Okay, Eddie, here's what we've got for our 2A. This is what we've, two 2A, 1A. And Al, welcome back. Good to see you, uh, <laughs> contenders. Um, we've got Kellogg, Malad, each bringing the most with 17. New Plymouth, of course, uh, has been a strong program over the years. Uh, in the dark horse category, you know, Ryrie is, you know, they had that unprecedented run of, I think it was seven championships in a row. Westside is kind of the team I'm looking at in this dark horse category here, Jacob. But what do you make of this 2A, 1A field? Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's Malad's to win or to lose kind of thing. And Kellogg has a lot coming, but Malad has just so many guns. And then they have the deck. New Plymouth, though, they have something right. They do something right over there when they get to the state tournament. So it could be interesting. I like Westside, too. Westside has a really good chance to sneak up in there.
0: Yep, but I I agree with you, Jacob. I like Malad and the team title, and I think Westside could turn some heads this year uh, for sure. Al, what do you think of this 2A, 1A field?
2: Yeah, you look at Malad, they have 17 uh, qualifiers, five of which are uh, returning state placers, and then another 12 that are uh, state qualifiers. So then you look at Kellogg, they, they have a large contingent as well with 17. They have four uh, state qualify uh, state placers returning with a total of thirteen kids. So it's pretty even there. So I think it's gonna be a two-tame race. And like he says, you know, uh you talked about um, you know the other No.
0: Oh yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh Brian, oh, I'll connection. I know, right? Somebody get out, get his internet company on the phone here.
1: Somebody
0: throw him some help. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I know in the preseason, you and I both picked Malad to win the title way before the season started. But tell me, if it's not Malad, who is it?
3: Well, I've been on Malad all season. I thought they were going to pull it off. And this is what I find is interesting. I may say New Plymouth at this point could win it because the reason I say that is, they bring 15, Malad and Kellogg both bring 17, but New Plymouth has three number one seeds, two number two seeds, a three seed, and three five seeds. So they've got 10 kids seated in the top six, where Malad only has seven in the top six. Um, you know, Malad's got four at seven and eight, um, but total that, that New Plymouth has 10 kids seated. Malad has seven. Kellogg only has six kids seated. So, I've been Malad all season, but I really think New Plymouth has a chance to pull the upset and, and pull it out. Um, and then, you know, I, but I think those are the top three New Plymouth, Malad, and Kellogg. The order is to be determined. And then, you know, Firth, North, Fremont, and Westside, I think are the, the three teams really pushing for a place there outside of the, from the dark horse list for the, the next spot.
0: Yeah, it is going to be. This to me is the most exciting team race i think amongst all of the and the girls obviously um as well so we will see okay um let's see we've got a backlog of comments here uh beck and dub four a 285 sam buck is a monster dawson conklin's on a mission and emmett is gonna show up this year we'll see uh 10 huskies coming seven boys three girls Amanda says, let's go Snake River. And here's Annie. Go Timberlake 126. Paul Sundstrom. I'm guessing Annie is a, a very proud mom. Uh, Beck and Dub say girls 132 is always stacked. Um, Jack says his bracket to watch is 5A 195. That's going to be a good one for sure. Um, Jack says all top five seeds are neck and neck for the win at 5A 195. Jacob, what do you make of that, of that weight?
1: I think Gooley's lost uh, the, what, what did he lose, to Osmond, right? Yep. yep. And they wrestled their semis. So that's it's kind of a big one. Or And then Biggs, Biggs and Osmond wrestled a handful of times. Uh, that weight really could be whoever has a good Saturday.
0: Yep. Like and, a, good, uh, fri-
1: a good Friday night quarters because Biggs and Osmond, the quarter's a big one.
0: And I'll give you another name to keep an eye on on that bracket, Colton George from Highland, too. I think has potential yeah. also.
2: Two-time yep. state placer. Yep, for
0: sure. Um, Heidi's keeping an eye on 5A 126. Cobra says 138 in the 2A. It's gonna be a tough bracket. Jonathan wants to know what about 3A heavyweight, guys? We have a lean there.
3: 2A heavyweight. Dang.
0: Uh, yeah, three, three A, three A heavyweight. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this right away, and there's some guys that just didn't get a ton of uh, reps under their belt. You know, I see Isaac Finley from Buell, right? Only, only fifteen and three. I think he could be a real wild card at the very bottom. Glasscock from South Fremont, I feel like is is pretty tough as well. Anybody the else Dijon, stand out? The
1: kid and Finley wrestled close. Like, 8 6, 10 6, something like that
3: early in the yeah. or at the Buell tournament. So it'd be close.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah Moss Mark, looks tough. Yeah. But, but if anybody can knock him off, I'd say it's Finley.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's Moss got the
3: three seed. I think him and Moss have wrestled multiple times and Moss has pulled those all out. So
0: it'll be an interesting one for sure. Derek's keeping an eye on 5A 195. Travis wants to know 4A 195. Um Preston Sonner Cranny from Minico is the top seed, right? Um Jordan Tyler from Sandpoint. See the two? Am I looking at that right, guys? No, uh
3: Sarah from Preston, I think is the two there.
0: Is the two, okay. Yeah. Um,
3: uh no, is the two. Is Tyler the two? Are we yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm thinking 82. I'm thinking 82. Minico <laughs> Preston.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're Tyler good.
3: Tyler is the two for That's sure. Jordan so. Tyler. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that and you know Sonner Cranny maybe on that top half of the bracket he'll be yep. tough too.
2: Yeah, yep.
3: Yeah, and Williamson is the five seed. He's a three-time state placer, and that's the bracket where you have uh, Erickson from Pocatello with a one and two record at the four seed. So you know I would assume you get Williamson and Cra- Sonner Cranny in the semis, which will be a, a excellent match. Sonor Cranny beat him at the what was it, Red Halverson, I think. So. Yep.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a that's a tough one for for Erickson from Pokey, right? Going one and two, uh, bas- basically Brian competed at districts, right? I mean, that was yeah. wasn't he able did. to compete. Here it comes to districts. Now that's not his fault that right. he's seated where he is, but yeah. you know that's always something that's interesting this time of year too is the seating and how that all gets figured out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah.
0: It is. It's a lot. It's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of stumping, right? All the coaches get together and they stump for their guys, and yeah. it's it's quite a process for sure. Uh, Mike says one thirty-two girls will be insane. Yeah, we were talking about that. Um, Brock says 113 to a bracket. Look for freshman Blaine Effington to make no 32 Girls will be insane. Yeah, we were talking about. And then, um, Greg, it, it correlates nicely to the next question. What freshman do you think will have the best shot to win a title? Al, you've talked about this great freshman class all year. <laughs>
2: Well, you got Camden Coons from Mountain Home. You got Ian Avalos, who's starting to rise to the occasion. He uh, beat some two-state placers to win the district uh, three title in the 5A. So those are just two two kids. I know uh, you guys have a few kids over in the East that are doing well as in the lightweights as well, right, um, Brian, Jacob? Yeah,
3: I mean, odds are it's one of the lightweights. But, you know, you get up a little bit. Uh, Drake Morrison will lad I think he's – Got a really, really good shot at winning um, his weight, freshman from a lad. Um, you know, okay. as far as upper weights, freshman, it's always tough coming in as a freshman. The Glasscock kid from, or no, Miller from St. Anthony, South Fremont, uh, he's, I think he's coming in at three seed. He's got a couple of hammers at, at one and two, so that's going to be tough. And then Blaze Turner, American Falls, I think is coming in uh, at the four seed. And I really liked his odds coming into it. But what happened, you had Cash Cobb and Tenet uh, move up weight for district. And so kind of cleared and out that for Fulmer. Yeah, Sheen. Sheen and Cobb. And so that made it a little tougher for uh, the freshman at from American Falls. But he'll still be in the contention. I got my lock. Keanu Conrad.
0: That's what I was going to say, Jacob. That's what I was going to say, Keanu <laughs> <laughs> Conrad. <That's not> fair. <laughs> <laughs> Another cheat code there on the girls side, of course. Yeah. The great the great Blackfoot freshman. Um speaking of girls, uh, or excuse me, uh Melinda says 114 looking tough as well. Slider, Nichols, Williams, Smith, Avellino could call for the surprising upset. That's gonna be a very interesting girls bracket. That's uh, stacked. That is stacked for sure. Um, okay, Kelly, or before we get to Kelly, uh Krishna says, What about GF? That's Glenn's Ferry. Um, the pilots. I guess that's a good question to ask is because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the top placing one a team does get a banner to hang in the gym, right? That's what we were told in the comments. And so I don't know. Glen's Ferry could be in the mix for that. I like, you know, Clearwater Valley, I think, has some decent people. Tri Valley. Is there is there a one a team that someone's thinking of that?
3: I'm going Tri Valley. Um, simply, I mean, they they brought ten. So first, it's the most of any one A school. But then they've got four seated in the top three, uh, six total seeds, which is more than anyone next to them would be Clear Clearwater Valley, only bringing six. Four of theirs are seated. The two Myers brothers are seated first and third. Uh, but I think Tri Valley just just have six kids seated. That's you know more than anybody by a ways, and they brought ten total. So. I think Tri-Valley. Glens Fair, you know, they brought five kids, and I think they've got three in the top six seeds. So, you know, they could compete, but I'd say Tri-Valley, and if not, Clearwater Valley.
0: And, and like, I don't know, I always think of Grace, too, right? If I'm thinking of 1A wrestling programs, I Jacob. Grace you got
3: two, though. I, th- I think Grace is two. Aren't they 2A? Am I wrong? Right? One?
0: I think they're, they're 1A for all the other sports they're in. Are they? Yeah. So I feel like Grace is always right there, too. but Yeah interesting for sure all right Uh, kelly uh, there you go okay well you and krishna are going to be good good pals then uh okay kelly wants to know for a preview please all right guys here's what we've got for our for a bracket let me get um question off the off the uh, screen here so you can see the full run of it contenders minico bishop kelly caldwell that's kind of the big three we're all looking at Dark Horses, Century, Lakeland, Bonneville, Blackfoot, Jerome. Al, we've talked about this all year. This is the ultimate, like if you're a scientist, like this is the experiment, okay? Is it Minico with the numbers? Is it Bishop Kelly with the top-end talent knowing that they have to hit the top of the podium almost universally with all their studs to pull this thing off?
2: Yeah, I mean, you can look at this and break it down so many different ways. There's so many different variables. There's so many ifs, maybes, what ifs. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, you got Minico coming in with 20 qualifiers, nine of which are returning state there's remaining are uh, qualifiers. Then you got Bishop Kelly, which, in, in my opinion, has the best first team group where they have seven returning medalists, five of wish are state champions um it's going to come down to everyone's gonna it's going to be an all hands on deck effort by both teams and uh there's so many variables but uh it's minico is going to be tough to beat because they have the numbers but anything can happen i'm not discounting bishop kelly
0: jacob what do you make of this minico pk showdown
2: I don't think
1: Minico gets enough credit for it. they got some horses too. Actually, I gotta watch them in Tiger Grace. They got some guys that can usually like though, They had some three, four, five, or they had a ton of three, four, fives. Maybe a second, maybe a champ. They could literally probably have three, four champs. Like Vale, if he's watching,
2: Preston you know, Crawford.
1: Yeah, going for the three time. Yeah. Peace could win it. Twist. He's a wild card. I mean, yeah pretty tough yeah. Otley's in
2: there oh uh, where else they're the small dudes yeah Valero Mikhail Geron's Teague in. right he won second yep. in state last year
1: yeah yeah they, they actually have some horses Bishop Kelly could win five or six titles but I'm comfortable with the five five titles and not be state champs because M- Minico does have the horses
0: yeah yeah yeah, it's gonna yeah, be interesting.
3: It's gonna be close. You know, I was figuring just points. If their seeded guys place where they're seeded, it would be a one twenty two one twenty two tie just on those seeds without advancement points. I mean, it's that tight. You know, six number one seeds. That that's pretty crazy. If they won all six, I think BK has a good shot. But you know, uh, odds are they're not gonna win all six. Maybe five out of the six. And you know, if if Minico wins their three one seeds and and. <coughs> it's going to be tight, but it's really, it could be one of the closest races we've seen in a while.
0: Yeah. It could yeah. come down to, to the wire for sure. Um, and then, you know, for the dark horses, a team I'm really keeping an eye on, I think is Bonneville over here on this dark horse. You know, I think they've yeah. got a chance to, to, to challenge for a top three uh, position, but yeah, that's, that's what I think there. Okay. So that's your for a kind of team preview. We'll get back into the comments here. Um, let's see. Here's a question. Let's see. Uh Coach Nider says 145 statewide is really tough, but 4A, 145 is going to be a dog fight, kind of piggybacking off of our 4A discussion for yeah. sure.
3: Yeah, that's a that's a solid bracket for sure. I mean, uh Niter the one seed. Uh you got Vale that's been injured a lot of the season coming in there. Um you know, Ellis from Blackfoot, solid. i I think, Val, no, Valdez is the one seed, Nider is the two. So, you know, and they met last year at state and Nider won that one to make the finals, but, you know, go from Caldwell, that's, you know, Clark Peters from, from Shelley wrestled Nider really tough in the districts. So that's going to be another fun one to watch for sure.
1: So go with Brandon Tenzi Thompson too, the BK yes. kid. Yep. That kid's pretty tough.
2: So yeah. Brandon, you asked me about the 5A, um, there's a lot of weights where we expect certain people to win, but I, I'm looking at one of the weights I'm sort of highlighting is 160s where you got Trey Smith, the post falls, and Jacob Blandford. That's the one I'm watching closely because I think if they both make the finals, that can be an interesting final to win it. There's no clear-cut favorite there.
0: Yep. yep. Should be pretty good. Lynn and, and Lynn's a post falls fan. 5A, our comeback. Ryder and Trey are young men coming back. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Make that five A race a little tighter for sure. Um, Zach says four A one seventy should be fun. Uh, that's gonna be a good one as well. Yeah. Um, Heidi, shout out to Dylan Frothinger five A one oh six. Looks solid
2: at districts.
0: Yeah, Al, you saw that up close and personal, right? Yep.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, Beck and Dub wants to know: Does Conrad walk through the girls' 126? Haven't been able to watch her, but she's undefeated as a freshman. Uh, I think she's the favorite. I'm never going to say somebody's going to walk through a bracket because it's state, and you just yeah. never know. But I'll say um,
3: it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know who she hasn't seen in that bracket is is Zimmerman from Moscow. Is coming back. Um, you know she's solid. I I, I still think Conrad probably handles it but that's there's a couple interesting possible matchups there yeah It'll be so good. I'm going to go on all the
2: bars. record uh, I'm going to go on the record to say that I mean since I've been here and watched girls wrestling this is probably the best incoming freshman class we've seen in Idaho I'm yeah. talking we got it between you know uh Olivia Bezicek Ken Conrad Roxy Sheen Ali Sponscara all those girls coming in as freshmen I think in the next few years We're going to see several girls ranked nationally. Mm -hmm. Uh, This group is solid. So,
0: Yeah, we'll look back on this and talk about kind of an all-timer class with
2: this group of young ladies coming through for sure. I think they're going to set a bigger precedent. Yep,
0: I think it's kind of cool. We're here kind of watching it unfold in real time. That's really uh, fun for everybody here in Idaho. Uh, Kyle and Z, shout out to James Hansen from Ryrie, 145 in the 2A
3: Another solid freshman
0: there. Yes, for sure. Um, Coach Snyder, I think talking about Kiana Conrad here, she'll be tough to beat. I think she will pin her way through. So we'll keep an eye on that for sure. Um, Charles says, 112 girls, Ortiz from Glens Ferry, an underrated freshman, could pull some upsets out. Another one of those talented freshmen. Mm -hmm. And... Let's let's kind of dovetail that into Melinda wants to know girls preview. Okay, guys, here we go. This is the <laughs> toughest one to predict and to project because it's it's all classifications, and as you'll see here, um, the highest number of of uh, teams, you know, uh, the highest number of athletes from any one team is eight. So a lot could happen in this bracket. But our contenders, we've kind of identified Al in the history of girls wrestling at Idaho Eagle has been the only state champion so far. They bring back seven girls to state this year. Canyon Ridge and Thunder Ridge each have eight. Just kind of going with your gut, Al. What do you think about girls?
2: Oh, We can't discount Eagle from winning it again because of the teams that we're talking about, they have three returning state placers with uh, Holland Weber. She's a three-time placer going for a fourth medal. Jordan LeBeau, she's a two-time finalist and champion, and Emery Wood, who's a two-time placer. And then they got several girls up and coming. So we can't discount them. But then we look at Thunder Ridge. They got two placers, and Rhea Megan and Shauna Anderson coming back, both state placers and several qualifiers, uh, as well as Canyon Ridge. They've been uh, doing well. So, but I don't want to discount Rocky Mountain High School, where I coach. We have seven girls coming back, uh, going to the state tournament. And these girls have been working hard. And we got several girls that can. Uh, They've done well at districts, and I think they're going to rise to the occasion come this week. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting tournament. Yep.
0: Uh, Jacob, what do you think about this girls' race?
2: It's so hard to
1: measure girls. Like all year, even doing rankings, like when we're all going through it, how do you measure? Was Raleigh? Is Raleigh what you go off of, or is it Jaybird, or is it like you never really see the North girls? You know, combine with everybody. So, I like Thunder Ridge. You win Raleigh, so I'll give you, you know, give you that there. I think they won Tiger Ridge too. Mm-hmm. Could yeah. be wrong, could be wrong about that. Yeah. But you win those two. You're going going with the favorites, even though Eagle, two-time champs, and you know they put it they put it together when it counts. But yeah, Thunder Ridge, it's theirs. To you know,
0: if they wrestle, they
1: kind of got hosed at a hundred a little bit. That girl's bracketed arms. You really have to wrestle each other in the quarters. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's a tough drop. Brian, I'm kind of with Jacob. I think it's Thunder Ridge's year. What do you think? I,
3: I think so too. I mean, they brought seven girls, they've got four seated. Um, that's the most anybody has seated, except for here's our year dark horse American Falls. Has, mm-hmm. You know, no girl has multiple number ones, but American Falls has one number one seed and two number two seats, uh, four total seated. The, them and Thunder Ridge have the most girls seated in the top eight um so you know i think american I, I think it's thunder ridges but i i rounding that out i think american falls and eagle fighting for, for a spot uh you know rocky mountains right there um you know skyline had they not lost their 120 pounder she's having shoulder surgery you know she was in the tiger ridge finals and just couldn't make it through the district tournament uh so i don't think you know i think that kind of put them out so i think those are your we've got them listed there columbia could surprise people but i like american falls out of that dark category i would say they're going to get a trophy one two or three um it's just yet to be see are they two or three but i think it's thunders
2: just based on who they're bringing what's
0: that go ahead
2: great assessment brian great assessment i was gonna say
0: i was gonna say my dark horse i kind of like i kind of like columbia I don't know call it a gut feeling I just
2: I don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah we'll we'll see they got six uh six qualifiers but I, I like to also highlight some of the 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 girls and that we didn't talk about Jolie slider from Lewiston I mean she's a state champion two-time placer ranked nationally we have Amy Hartman who's a two-time finalist champion she's also ranked nationally uh we got Alistair Dillo who's a returning champion Elise uh Twait looking really solid this year, returning champion, clear weight. I think she's a state champion. I think double finalist, Kyra Richards from Nampa. She's a two-time finalist and champion and Jordan Lebeau, Uh, They're all going uh, for their second state title this year. So those are some of the, the leaders there in the girls division.
0: Pretty remarkable. And Alec, you didn't even mention in And all these girls we've talked about, of course, uh, Amy Hartman from mountain home too. You just did, uh, the hidden gems of Idaho profile with her last week. She'll be a fun one to watch also.
2: No, she's a, she's a tough kid. I think her trajectory is sky's the limit with her. If she really wants it, she's, uh, not afraid to get into the mix and, and compete. She loves to compete. I think if she wants to go to the Olympics someday or place at the NCA's and girls division, I think it's more than capable. So, um, you no, know, she's a, she's a hard worker. Yep.
0: A lot of good girls uh chats in the comment here. Bugsy says the Moscow girl, I think he's talking about Zimmerman placed at tri state in the boys' bracket as a freshman. That's tough. That's pretty impressive. Um Beck and Dub say at one fourteen, Dalia Yeruby can do damage. Jacob, you're on board with that.
1: Yeah, I think so. One fourteen. I think after Jolie is kind of anybody. Anybody can wrestle.
0: Yeah, Tiff and Brian say, "Yeah, uh, one fourteen girls is stacked. Will be fun to watch for sure." Ray says, "Don't sleep on Bonner's Ferry here, guys." I have to say, I've been impressed watching the Bonner's Ferry girls. They are the ultimate unknown coming from North Idaho. We'll see how that translates.
3: You know, and they're, they're bringing you know, returning state champion 107 Therians There, Richter, they've got some, they've got some hammers there.
0: Yep, uh, Beck and Dub, Grace and Dennis, also from Emmett. Has a win uh, and can score some points for sure. Kendra says, can't wait to watch 132 girls as well. And uh, Tiff and Brian, of course, at least wrestles for Meridian. Let's go Warriors. Let's get our fourth in a row on the boys side. Um, Greg Lee, shout out to Brock Armstrong at one fifty two. Only freshman to place at Tri State above one twenty six. Apparently, he's been out for the season after Raleigh Lane, though Brian. And I guess I didn't look at the injury report too closely to see who actually was able to compete at districts, find their way to state. But there yeah. are some of those, right?
3: There are, yeah. And I didn't see. I don't. I didn't see that Armstrong made it back. But I mean, you know, good thing we, we mentioned several that did. But I didn't see Armstrong made it back
0: yep and uh HA talking about so we were talking about zimmerman from moscow hitting the podium at boys tri-state uh jolie from lewiston hit that podium as well so that's awesome to see for sure Uh melinda says 107 is anyone's game between avalino swankara and Darien. i think that's going to be a really fascinating bracket to see how that shakes out for sure um uh Miria says let's not forget Malia Garcia from New Plymouth at 120. She lost to Dillo by 1 point. That's the number 1 seed. Jacob.
2: Oh, she's another solid uh, uh girl coming up, so yeah. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah, and Bethany says yep, yeah, Brock's out with a broken foot. And yeah. Michael says the same. No Armstrong at districts there. So um okay. Alfonso wants to know who is the toughest wrestler. Maybe not the most technical, but just downright <laughs> tough. Brian, I think right away back to it was Riker Vale, right? Did he dislocate his jaw and popped it back into place? He did. That was, that,
3: that was yeah, that was, that was pretty easy, yeah. you know. And if you're going just just brute strength and just going out there and competing, Jonathan Siemens at 170. You know, he's not the most technical, but he beats some kids just with you know brute strength and never stop motor. So, but you know, if you're talking pain tolerance, I think you got to go bail.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's intense. Oh my goodness.
0: Oh yeah. That's crazy. Jacob, you got a, you got a kid you're thinking about here. Just tough as nails. Scallinger. <laughs> that's a good one too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Every time I've seen him since he was like seven, I thought he was a grown man body. <laughs> just move his head. He's a
0: Yeah,
2: because, I, you know, Jacob, I remember him back in the Bay Area. I mean, he's four or five years old. He has been training at the elite level week in and week out for the last – since he's four or five years old. Yeah. I mean, this guy is wrestling. I mean, so um, I haven't seen anyone that dedicated. I mean, the guy's 100% in. So, yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Yep, all the way in for sure. That's uh, pretty remarkable stuff there. Okay, let's – let's keep rolling on in the chat here um yeah alfonso says he likes skellinger too so <laughs> but he has um,
3: the most technical skellinger is pretty technical though yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. he's got it all he's the total package that's yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. uh, here's ryan skaggs he's a north idaho broadcaster for us trey gibson from saint mary's tough as nails heck of a football player too Uh, For sure. Um, Tiffany and Brian Siemens never stops. Yep. Uh, Here's one we didn't think about. Michael says Shiloh Jones is a breakout.
2: (laughs) You You can't go with Shiloh. (laughs) No. And and, uh, what people don't realize with Shiloh, uh, he's been traveling the country. You know, he's 11 time All-American, right? He's placed at the Folkstyle, Fargo Nationals, U.S. Open. He's been to the Walsh Ironman. He's been everywhere. So if anyone has put his reputation on the line, he's one of them. That kid is really uh, – he's really put it on the line against the best of the best in the country.
0: Yep, he's hes a tough one for sure. Um, okay, here's a question. Uh, Megan wants to know, how about the most technical? Let's lean the other way. Who is the master technician? out there on the mat anybody got one off the top of their head jacob you got one
1: uh gamara expert
3: burton mauger i agree Yep. yeah one right it. there too yeah tiffany Martino's and brian. pretty secular too i, I like yeah. martino there too he's yeah. just a junior the others are seniors but
0: yeah yeah tiffany and brian like mara matthew likes mara alfonso likes mauger Yep, those are all good answers. Here's Lizzie Boyd, go Kiana Conrad. Yep, we we talked about we we we'd like her chances, that's kind of burying the lead a little bit. But uh, <laughs> Joey Fulmer giving a shout out to I'm gonna guess that's Riker Fulmer from T Todd. Uh, there, um, okay, Melinda 100 pound girls, Drake O'Connor, Holt, and Brown. And we kind of talked about that bracket a little bit, Jacob. You were talking about Thunder Ridge. Might yeah. have to tighten on tighten there in the quarters, right? Yeah, in the
1: quarters, and then O'Connor and Brown had a good match in the semis, the districts, yeah. two point yeah. match, so yeah. right, be really good.
0: Yep. Um. Okay. Nancy wants to know most technical among the girls, and this is where I'd like to hear from the chat too, because uh, most technical, I, I really like Jolie Slider. I think she's pretty good for Lewiston. She's really so she's mastered the like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. She's yep. probably yeah, one of like the most. I mean, just plays a Fargo folk style. So she's pretty solid.
1: I'm going yeah. back to Keanu. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You
1: yeah. can't go wrong She there. hits everything. It's, it's yeah. the default. Her. Yeah. She ripped like three nasty headlocks. I think one to the right, one to the left. She threw an arm throw in there. Had some leg like, attacks. That was one match. I was like, all
3: right. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. You know, weight, yeah. both weight and Twait are both – Super technical wrestlers as well, so yeah, there's a handful.
0: And Melinda says, Slider or Sheen, Roxy Sheen from Buell, too, would be pretty good. And yeah, Cody's with me, Jolie Slider, yep. Um, Beck and Dub, Nancy Wheeler, uh, Gleisman, Twait, yep, those are all good. Um, okay, Christine says, best thing I've seen in the last two weeks is Saxton Scott is free. (laughs) Brian, can you for those that may not have been paying attention to it too closely. Uh, we know Saxon Scott was at uh, Bonneville last year, had transferred schools, had been waiting all season long to see if he'd be eligible to compete. Give us a quick update on how that played out.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I think they got the division, the final decision. So it went. it was appealed, appeal denied, and then there was one more round of appeals and they, they approved it the Friday before district. So he had about four days, five days to get ready and, you know he's been keeping himself ready, so that was fun to see him back wrestling and, and just to see the joy in his face when he when he heard the news. It was that was pretty pretty
0: special. And he's he has been competing unattached at some competitions throughout the season here as well. So um, yeah, Mike says, Yeah, Saxton freed. <laughs> there it is. Um, we were talking about most technical girls wrestler, we were talking about Elise Twaite, Tiffany and Brian. Elise's parents, uh, Elise's technique has taken big steps in her, uh, technique has taken big steps in her recovery from surgery, it really made her focus on those little details. Yeah, Al, because you can get by on the raw straight, but when you have an injury or something affects you, you do have to kind of, okay, how adjust. do I, yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and yeah, it's very difficult. I've wrestled with injuries and sometimes it can hamper you. You have to adjust your style a bit and it can be difficult to win. Um, yeah. But a little thing about it, Elise Twite, I believe. Correct me, guys, gentlemen, if I'm wrong. Isn't Elise and her brother um, the first brother and sister to win state in Idaho? Yep. Yep. Yeah. What a
0: what a cool deal. Yeah, yeah
2: right. that is. Yeah. Yeah. So no, really cool. That's so. awesome.
0: Um, okay, uh, let's continue on here. Uh, Brock wants to know in your predictions at two, a, did you score it out? How it is seeded with placement and advancement points. Can't really predict bonus points, but have you guys ran the scores based on seed? Uh, not officially, not like where we sat down and filled out the bracket and said, Hey, here's how we, there's just too many variables right Al? to
2: predict. Yes. How... <laughs> well, I, mean, I I'd love to do it. I've been busy writing the, uh, preview. So, I mean, it's like, I'm going through data, but yeah, it's, uh, like uh, Brian was saying, he had you know what was it Brian? He had the uh, the four A. had one twenty two to one twenty two. If they all want their seeds, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And so. and two two A. I did the same calculation just to see. And if they if the seeds place where they're seated, um, New Plymouth has ten kids seated in the top six, including mm-hmm. three firsts and two seconds. So if it played by seed, uh, New Plymouth wins that. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Kellogg, Malad both have. Uh, Kellogg has six guys seated in the top six. Malad has seven, but New Plymouth's 10. If it goes chalk, the New Plymouth pulls that out.
0: Yeah, and that's just the hard part about that's what makes state so so fun is we can kind of sketch out how we think it's going to go, but we're not computers. Like, it's gonna, if you know,
2: <laughs> if this happens, if that happens, yep,
0: yes, a lot of variable variables, um, for sure. Hey we were talking about um, first brother sister duo here to win championships. Melinda says maybe Casey and Alyssa Randalls from Court d'Alene also both won titles. I know I know Alyssa did I, I'll be honest I don't know Casey did at some point, right I think I'm not as brushed up on my history um I wasn't here when Casey was
2: competing but um yeah that may be the case, but I yeah. think in the same year. With I, I think it's the same year Isaiah and Elise won it. So yes. I think Casey you're right.
3: Were, yeah, Casey and Alyssa were a few years different.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, they, they might have been the first to accomplish the feat separately, but under the same roof. But we're talking about same year, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh. Brock was wondering, yeah, my question was if you looked at it strictly by seed. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, that's where we start. That's, that's kind of the baseline of how we sketch out how it might go for sure. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, let's, let's wrap up with this guys. The, the big question everybody's been wanting to know five, a preview. All right. We'll wrap up with the five, a preview, and then we will get on out for the night. Cause we've hit the one hour mark. So here it is guys Our five, a preview. We've listed out five contenders Meridian with 24 Madison, bringing 21 from the East. Middleton and Post Falls, each with 19. Nampa lurking with 14, right? They've had some big performances this year. I think about Raleigh Lane, how well they did, and they just always seem to get the absolute most out of their guys. The Dark Horses, Coeur Lane and Eagle each have 13. Rocky Mountain with 10. Highland and Mountain View each with nine. We know those heavyweights from Mountain View. We know Highland's got a couple of really solid individuals here. Brian, what do you think about this 5A field?
3: So I've got it. Same thing by chalk. Meridian wins it. I've got Meridian, Post Falls, Nampa, one, two, and three. Um, but, you know, Dark Horse is there. Middleton also has seven guys seated. Uh, Madison's got nine guys actually seated. The difference is Meridian's got four seated one. Post Falls has three seated one. Nampa has three seated one. Madison's seeds has come in the, the fourth and fifth seeds where they've got six guys seated fourth. And, and so that's how I've got it. I think Meridian post falls Nampar one, two and three with Madison Middleton and quarter uh um, making some noise for, for one of those spots.
0: Al, what do you think?
2: I, I agree with them. It's going to be in that order, but we also have to remember, I don't I mean, I don't know if Nampa has enough extra numbers to do it, but they do Of their seven returning state medals. I believe uh, let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, all seven of them have been in the state finals. So, uh, I know the Macias brothers will likely meet each other in the second round, but they do have a lot of people with the, uh, finals experience. So, but I, I don't know if they're going to be able to catch Meridian or post falls. It's, it's really, there's going to be a lot of factors. So I think the top three teams, as we indicated are those, but like you said, Middleton and, uh, Madison could challenge for a top three spot.
0: Jacob?
1: Sorry, I was muted. Uh, (laughs) I think Meridian, clear favorite, but Coach Reardon always has that magic somehow to get the state tournament. The the real one is the three through four, like the three and the four could be anybody Madison, Milton, Nampa. Nampa could put a lot of guys in the finals, but Madison Middleton with all that depth, a lot of bodies on the podium could be a difference.
0: Yeah. I'm really Madison's the team. I'm really keeping an eye on because with 21 guys just by number alone, you figure, okay, they're going to, they're going to score some points. So, um, but yeah, top three, I think Middleton post falls Nampa. Um, okay, Brian, tell me post falls, can win if because i know we got a lot of trojan fans here what does post falls have to do to win
3: they've got to win titles with seguin barnhart smith their top seeds hamilton martin their two seeds and hamilton their three seed if those guys go chalk um and either gonzalez mara rogers or ghoulie lose they've got to have one of those meridian guys lose and not get a finals and then pull their horses through
0: Okay. It is. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Always
3: a chance, right. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, Italy. Yes. Meridian just going for the four Pete. You know, they are so tough, so difficult for sure. Um, Cody says, Hey, Lewiston bringing 10 studs as well. Going to bust up some brackets for sure. We know they got, you know, Hoyt Haas at the top and, yeah, they uh, there'll be an interesting one for sure um, as yeah, well.
3: Actually, Larkhart, I mean, they've got four or five guys seated, so they can make some
0: noise. Yeah, definitely. So um, Alfonso, shout out to all those kids that are still wrestling, even just to get a couple wins at state. Al, this is an important thing, right? Because success is subjective, right? Some kids are going to state with the expectation of, I'm going to compete for the title. Other kids are going just to say, hey, Let me get a couple of wins. Maybe it's even on the backside of the bracket in the blood rounds or something. Um, Everybody defines success differently, and that's what makes state so much fun.
2: Yeah, it it is. And we have to remember, wrestling is by far one of the toughest sports any kid or anyone will ever experience in their life. Just to make it through the whole process, the season, and make it even to the state tournament uh, speaks volumes uh, what it takes to do that. So kudos to all all wrestlers out there that have made it this far.
0: Yeah. Everybody that's made it to this point is, is a champion just for getting there and competing. And it's going to be so much fun to see how everybody, uh, you know, goes and competes there. It's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Lynn says post falls bringing it. Okay. We'll see. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited for it for sure. Um, Melinda wants to know who's, who's our athlete of the week. Yes. Good question. We decided, uh, to, Hold off on that because there was going to be so much talk about state and what's coming up. And we knew we were going to dive into brackets and matchups and previews. And we wanted to use our time as efficiently as possible. So we did not do one this week because everybody who got to state is worthy of being the Idaho Matt Chad wrestler of the week. I think so. We'll see. Um, Mike wants to give a shout out to Aaron Peterson from Madison coach of the year. Hey, that's a good one. That's not an official award we give out, but. You guys got a coach of the year candidate?
3: Uh, uh, Peterson is up there for sure. I mean, what he's done with Madison in a short period of time to bring 21 kids, pretty impressive.
0: That's a good one. Okay. That seems unanimous. Um, Okay. Macy wants to know, will you guys have a post-state matchup? The answer is yes, we will. Um, will We good (laughs) luck. We got to figure out – what night we're going to do it on because next week, uh, next Tuesday night, don't I'm going to be, I <laughs> <Don't
3: say it.
2: laughs>
0: made it the whole time with that. There's, there is another state championship event coming up next week that I will have to do a live preview show for on Tuesday night. So we may have to do like Monday night. We might have to do, we could maybe do Wednesday. I'm going to be driving. That'd be kind of hard. So I don't know. We'll figure it out though, and we will let everybody know. So for sure, it's going to be a lot of fun. What are you going to do? Yeah, we will. But we will let everybody know on uh, the idahosports.com Facebook page, the Idaho Wrestling News Facebook page, our Twitter account as well. But yes, we will do a post-state show, uh, and then we will ride off into the off season. Okay. <laughs> uh brian says i can't wait for al's article yes stay tuned uh we're we're hoping uh wednesday thursday at the absolute latest brian. i will
2: i will be done with them tomorrow i'm just doing all the write-ups right now and i'm on the 3a i got a 2 2a and 1a and girls so almost yep. done tomorrow <laughs>
0: Okay, that sounds like a plan. Um, Megan says, "Shout out to Bob Marr, Lewiston's club coach, has ten kids uh, from his club going to state. That's awesome." Um, another member of the Haas family, Bainey, no wrestler of the week, and now talking about basketball. Yeah, sorry,
2: no, yeah. we didn't mention that sport.
0: <laughs> that was I was only quoting there. I didn't mention it, so um, for sure. And then, okay, last one here, David and Michaela. How about a shout out for all those wrestlers that are injured or otherwise not wrestling at state? great season to them as well yes uh some kids unfortunately uh it just happens right you get hurt as the season goes along and they'll be there at state as well cheering on and supporting their teammates from the sidelines for sure all right big thanks to everybody for being in the chat tonight it was a great conversation about uh, all of the exciting state wrestling that's coming up and everybody that's traveling to state do so safely. All right. We want you to get there in one piece and enjoy the weekend and uh, have fun everybody. And we will be back next week to break it all down on our state recap special. Stay tuned, date, time, all that stuff to be determined. Still uh, Jacob, as always, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Yep. Brian, great work as
3: always. Yep. Yeah, we'll see everyone this Friday, Saturdays, so stop by and say hi.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a good time for sure. Al. I got you your press pass this year, so you should be good to go to get down on the floor.
2: They won't (laughs) kick me off this time. (laughs) It happened at the end, though, so I was able to sneak. I was able to do it. I thought I was okay last year with that one pass you gave me, but it's all good.
0: I got you. I got you the official pink pass this year, so you could be (laughs) out on on the floor. So, all right, gonna love it. Yep, for sure. Looking forward to Al's um, previews and also recaps of what went down at state. Uh, Until then,
2: recap. <laughs>
0: right. uh, yep. Sounds good as always. There's no set, there's no hard deadline on
2: that. So you're good. It's all fun. It's for the kids. Yep, for sure.
0: All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to the Idaho Match Chat State Tournament preview special. Have fun. Everybody be safe competing at state. And we'll see you back here for our post state special next week on idahosports.com.